Hello, hello, my friend Warren Haynes. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you feeling? Good. Well, thank you so much for checking in with Baltimore. And uh, last time I saw you, Warren, uh, not too long ago, was with that uh, massive lineup, that all-star lineup at the CMT Music Awards on TV, honoring Skinner and, and the great, late Gary Rosington. How much fun was that? Uh, that was great. I was really honored to be part of it. That's awesome. Well, you're here to talk new music. Congratulations. Brand new album you put together called Peace Like a River. And uh, a dozen new songs from Government Mule and from the tunes I've listened to. Uh, a, I would say a different sounding Government Mule record. I'm, I'm loving it. Loving the guests. Talk a little bit about it and how it came together. Well, you know, I wrote a lot of music during lockdown because we couldn't travel and we couldn't tour. So I had the opportunity to write more music than I've written in, in ages. Uh, so we made the decision, uh, since we couldn't tour, to go in the studio and, and make two different records. One turned out to be Heavy Load Blues, which was our, our last record, and the other one being uh, Peace Like a River. We set up in two different studios in the same building side by side with completely different equipment, and the, the two rooms sound completely different from each other. And we would go in in the morning and work on Peace Like a River till about 9 o'clock, and then we would move next door to the small little blues room and, and play blues the rest of the night. And a few weeks later, we had two albums in the can. It was uh, not an experience I would recommend <laughs> under normal circumstances, but under those circumstances, it was perfect. And I was watching the uh, video, the making of the album on YouTube, and uh, really beautiful rooms. So you had to get in, you had to get that vibe for each of those records, I would imagine. But well, what a beautiful atmosphere! Yeah, they and they both sound great, just in completely different ways, you know. Uh, and and it was nice to just kind of uh, be sequestered somewhere creating music, you know. And who who gets credit? Who's behind the controls on the record? Uh, John Paterno, uh, who co-produced uh, along with with myself, and he did a, a fantastic job. Yeah, and and you're working with some old friends, Ivan Neville and Ruthie Foster. They were on your album "Man in Motion," and uh, they did such a great job. You you brought them back on uh, the single "Dreaming Out Loud," which is amazing. What was the inspiration for that? And well, "Dreaming Out Loud," I got the idea in the middle of the night. Uh, and all I had at that moment was, forgive me, I'm dreaming out loud again. Right. And and then the, the Martin Luther King, I have a dream speech popped into my head. And I thought, wow, what would it be like to take a bunch of quotes from him and from RFK and JFK and eventually uh, one from John Lewis and kind of string them together as part of the lyric. So, uh, you know, some of the lyrics will be my lyrics. And then I say, somebody said, and then there's a quote from one of those people. I've never done something like that before, uh, and it, it turned out to be really cool, and I, I love the way it came together in the studio, and Ivan and Ruthie sound fantastic, so we, we decided to, to release it. What a good choice. And, and what is the, the normal songwriting process for you? Is it lyrics, melody, themes? How does it come together? I know during COVID you had a, a little more time on your hands, but is there a specific process you go through, Warren? You know, it could be any of those things. Uh, uh, Greg Allman used to say there's as many ways to write a song as there are songs, meaning that they all come from something different. But I think for me, a lot of the slower tunes start out with a lyric. A lot of the more up-tempo songs start out with some riff or, or, or groove. Uh, you know, you, you never know what the will cause the inspiration. 
uh, what inspired <laughs> you brought in Billy F. Gibbons for this one, but he fits perfectly. Shake your way out. Yeah, you know, when we put that song together, it reminded us of uh, our ZZ Top influence. Right. And I thought, well, you know, Billy and I work together quite a bit, and I thought I'll call him and see if he'll be part of it. And, uh, of course, he put his stamp on it, and it, it really uh, sounds incredible. And you have another Billy, Bud, Billy Bob Thornton. He's he's a friend, and uh, the river only flows one way. I know he's a friend of yours, but um, what made you think of him for that particular tune? Well, this is the first song that I've ever written that I wanted the verses to be kind of like spoken word. Right. And uh, I, we would, we did it a little bit with me doing it, and I thought, no, nah, my voice isn't right for that. Uh, we need somebody more demented. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I called Billy, and, and uh, he said, yeah, I'll take a, a shot. And uh, he he sounded fantastic. It, it's it, He has one of those spooky voices that just draws you into the situation. Oh, yeah. A perfect fit for that one. And then uh, another guest, Elise, where where'd you get her? She can belt Elise, it out. Uh, I only discovered her in the past two or three years, and she's such a fantastic player and singer. Uh, and and I'd been watching some of her stuff uh, on YouTube, and then we wound up doing a show together, this benefit in New York City called Love Rocks. And we talked about uh, doing some stuff together. Um, that song, Just Across the River, it kind of has this gospel vibe, and I wanted there to be a female counter voice uh, to my voice, mm-hmm. and I thought she would be great for it, uh, and it really turned out fantastic. And another female, beautiful singer, not on the album, but uh, you've taken her out for some shows, uh, Maggie Rogers. She's an Eastern Shore girl, Warren. She's from here. Yeah. What a great find. She's she's on her way to big things. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree. Yeah, and uh, i got to ask you, who decides on the openers? When you go out on the road, is it mutual? Is it just somebody in, in mind that you have, or... The record company who does that? You know, it could be any any of those things. You know, uh, there's a lot of people uh, offering ideas. Anytime I have ideas that I think are valid, especially if it's something we haven't done in the past, then I, I put them out there. But there are several people doing the same thing, and we all kind of mull them over. And uh, it depends on the what part of the country, right. where we're going to be, when, and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. You've got a uh, jam-packed itinerary. What gets you most excited, Warren, about a brand-new tour? Um, is it the, the new city you might be visiting? Do you like to go sightseeing? Uh, I'm excited about playing new music right. and uh, about being back out on the road in general because we, we lost a lot of time, as did everyone, sure. during the, the whole lockdown situation. And uh, for me, just getting back to work and incorporating the new songs into the to the show, you know, people that uh, haven't seen Government Mule maybe don't know that we, we do a different set list every night. We'll go four nights sometimes without repeating one song. And so we have hundreds of songs to choose from. Uh, and it's it's nice to be able to add the stuff from Heavy Load Blues and the stuff from Peace Like a River to to that repertoire. Yeah, and then later on in the summer, you're doing the dark side of the Mule show. How That's pretty different, right? Yeah, we've only done it a handful of times. Mm-hmm. Uh, it started in 2008. We did a Halloween show in Boston. Uh, every, every Halloween, we do something different where we incorporate somebody else's music. We give ourselves permission to do that uh, twice a year, uh, New Year's Eve and, and Halloween. And so we did a whole set of Pink Floyd, 
and the fans loved it, and we happened to record it, so we we released it, and the response was great. So we did a, a few other shows that way. Uh, we haven't done many, but this being the 50th anniversary of Dark Side of the Moon, we decided to uh, do it one more time. What we call Dark Side of the Mule is just us doing any Pink Floyd songs we want to do. Right, and you'll be bringing that uh, not too far away from here, Wolf Trap. Uh, in Vienna, Virginia, on August 20th. And I know it's a ways away, but do you start thinking now uh, as we get closer to the middle of the year about the, the Christmas jam and doing it again in the in December? Yeah, you know, we've already started making calls. Uh, I, I start in, like, April uh, calling friends about who might be available because everybody's schedule is flexible and, right. or fluid, I guess I should say. They change all I the know. time. Uh, so somebody might say, yeah, I think I'm available, but check back with me in September. Or they may say, I'm not available, but check back with me in October. You know, it's uh, it's just a, it's a puzzle putting it all together, but it's worth it. It's such a, a great event. And I think even more so, Warren, because we did lose a couple years, people want to squeeze in as much fun and as much live music as they can. So it's like not a single day goes by where you don't have a plan. So good on you for doing that. Thank you. I, I agree. People are, are just chomping at the bit to, to see live music again. You know, And we're ready to hear some new music from Government Mule, Peace Like a River, out on June 16th. And uh, always a pleasure. I could talk to you forever, Warren. Thank you so much for all the great music over the years. And uh, hopefully we'll see you at Wolf Trap and uh, around the Baltimore area soon. I want you to have a fantastic summer, okay? And stay in touch. Thank you. And uh, we'll hopefully see you there. All right. And check out the making of... Peace Like a River on YouTube and uh, get the album. It's fantastic. Thank you, Warren. My pleasure.